Welcome to episode 111 of the Happiness Playbook. I'm your host, Larie Florence. If you're listening in real time, it is Thanksgiving week. That means lots of food, family, and expectations. And we all know what happens when our expectations are not met. We're disappointed, frustrated, and discouraged. So how do we navigate a season with so many expectations riding on so many factors that are out of our control? Will it snow for Christmas? Will mom get me the present I really want? Will everyone be together and get along for the holidays? We'll be covering all of that, but first, let's check in with our team, Happiness Huddle. Here at the Happiness Playbook, we like to think of ourselves as your emotional fitness personal trainer. Each week, we give you a play of the week that you can apply in your happiness practice. Here in the team huddle, we check in on how you did. Last week, we asked you to think of something that you wanted to improve or change. And then once you have identified it, we asked you to make a plan for what you would do instead of just trying to stop doing the unwanted behavior. It's the let go and play principle of play theory. It's not enough to just let go of an unwanted habit. We're seldom successful at stopping something without choosing a different way to behave instead. So, how did you do? Were you able to let go of an unwanted habit? Were you able to stay in the game and redirect those emotions and impulses towards a new pathway? So, hopefully, I'm sure you've still got lots of work to do because it's a hard thing to change a habit, but I hope that you gave it a try. Something that I did was to replace a recurring current worry that I have about one of my children with a new behavior. So instead of just saying, I'm going to stop worrying about whatever it is I'm worrying about, whenever that thought or concern would flicker across my mind, I am trying to immediately name three things about this person that I have a concern for that I am grateful for. And so it's been changing my mindset. So instead of dwelling on what I perceive as a possible problem or a fear, my mind is learning to focus on all of the good. And there is plenty of good. And what I've noticed is that as I've been working on this, I'm feeling my whole attitude about this situation shift from one of fear to one of peace and gratitude. And I'm also feeling my patience increase as well. So I hope that you're applying that and seeing some good results. We have a really fun highlight reel today. Just like in a sports team or a theater company where the coach or director might show an example of someone performing well in order to encourage the desired skills that the organization is trying to develop, here at the Happiness Playbook, we like to highlight folks that we see applying the four principles of play theory. And time for a pop quiz. Can you name the four principles of play theory? Uh, I know you think you know them, but sometimes it's harder than you think. The first one would be present. The second is let go and play. The third, accept and build. And the fourth, most people can remember this one, look outward. That's actually the one what we're talking about today. So let's check out a great example of someone who is applying these principles in her life. Alison Bond was born prematurely at just 25 weeks. That's almost four months early. And because of this, she has had some developmental issues. 
And when the COVID lockdown first happened during the pandemic, she was very sad to not be able to go to the human services agency where she usually spent her days. Instead of feeling sorry for herself, though, she chose to look outward and decided to write letters to others in her program that might be feeling lonely or afraid like she was. Her efforts ended up being very well received, and she has continued to light to write letters every day, even after the lockdown has ended. And so far, she's written thousands of letters. She says the only purpose for writing the letters is to spread love and kindness throughout the world. Quote, my goal with this mission is to bless as many people as I can while slowly expanding it into a future nonprofit organization. Unquote. Her goal is to have a pen pal in every country. Her mom says that while her efforts are blessing others by helping them feel noticed and loved, Allison has also served as the physical act of writing helps her to continue to develop the fine motor skills that have been challenging due to her premature birth. It's also kept her feeling connected to others and helped her find purpose in life. I'll leave a link to Allison's story in the show notes at playtheory.org if you'd like to see more. And for those of you who have left us a five-star rating, I really appreciate that. And especially those of you who have taken the time to look outward and left a note of appreciation uh, by writing a review or sending a comment in on our playtheory.org website. I really appreciate it. And this helps get the word out so that others who might need to hear these messages or want help developing a more positive mindset, maybe they'll find it. Um, And it really is a service if you're able to do that. I appreciate that. So, all right, around here, it's the holidays. How are the holidays for you? My mom was a business owner and she worked long hours. In my family of origin, all of the nurturing fell to her as well. And therefore, the extra time that holidays required after her 60 plus hour work week were a burden. I remember hearing lots of grumbling around this time of year. I don't remember the details, but I also remember there being some family arguments. We had two foster children living with us for a while, and for a time, Christmas always meant a visit from their parents, and inevitably, there was a lot of negative emotions that were stirred up around that as well. Personally, I think that all the junk food that starts with the Halloween binge also adds up in a negative way, and we already went through all of the leftover candy. By the time here in the USA, it's Thanksgiving, which is code for more pie than can be good for anyone. And then the holiday season is officially open, meaning anything goes as far as treats and extra partying and late nights and additional things in the schedule. It's no wonder that by the time New Year's Eve rolls around, everyone is celebrating being done with the old year. It's time to move on. The holidays can definitely take a toll on us. Don't despair, though. There is hope, and I'm here for you with some really great thoughts on how to not only get through the holidays, but to make them truly the happiest time of the year. Disclaimer, there will be no recipes or craft instructions forthcoming. Let's start with an article that was in Inc. or INC magazine titled, 
An eye-opening psychology study found this to be the greatest predictor of happiness, especially during the holidays. Did you get that? Especially during the holidays. What? That's so exciting. Let's, let's get into it. In the article by Marcel Schwantes, they um, say this one activity done every day or most days is a game changer during instances of high stress, which is synonymous with the holidays. There are lots of demands on our time, our wallets, and our emotional resiliency. There's cooking the cookies, shopping for the ingredients for the cookies, but don't forget the energy used in planning and choosing which cookies you're going to make. It all adds up. There were years when my husband or I were working retail, when I would swear off Christmas because you're out working very late the night before Christmas and back early the day after and just so many hours. But somehow, 11 months later, there I'd be with big plans on how to make the Christmas celebration the best yet. And as we make those plans, somehow we're going to make ourselves about how we're going to make our celebration special. The regular life is still there in full force along with all the other people's plans to make the season extra special. There's still schoolwork and all our regular commitments, plus the holiday school performances, Christmas concerts, and the office and church parties, let alone our own family's celebrations. And don't forget, there's more people out doing all of this stuff, meaning there's more traffic and larger crowds, so everything takes longer. No wonder we can all feel a little grinchy at times. Lucky for us, popular psychologist and best-selling author Sean Anker has found the secret formula to make all of the stress go away. And he's referenced in the article that I mentioned. Okay, well, maybe the stress won't magically dissolve, but our ability to handle it and even see beyond it can be increased by practicing social support. In fact, Anchor's research shows that during times of high stress, the, this practice of social support is the greatest predictor of happiness. So think about that when you're feeling stressed about the holiday season. So what does that mean? Social support. Do we have to serve at a soup kitchen on Christmas morning? In his study, Anchor found that effective social support can be as simple as walking within five feet of another person and saying hello. You don't even have to give a hug if that makes you uncomfortable. He also found that when we take the initiative and offer to help a friend, a peer, a family member, or work associate who's feeling overwhelmed, we reap the benefit of feeling less stress and feeling more connected. This isn't rocket science, but it's nice to have it proven in a scientific study. Of course, we've been preaching this since episode one. Be present so you can see others and their needs and look outward to meet others' needs instead of focusing solely on ourselves. Yeah, sometimes I'm just beating that proverbial drum to death. Small actions that show our social interest in others pays big dividends for us too. Something as simple as inviting a coworker to lunch leads to being 40% more likely to get a promotion. Not bad. Over the years, I've had a number of former TNT participants share how valuable play theory was in landing a job or getting a promotion. Looking outward is good for any culture or organization, including a family. 
So how do we flex this happy muscle during our stressful holidays? Two words, look outward. When you arrive at the relatives for the big meal, instead of walking in and immediately hunkering down on the quietest chair furthest from the action you can find, instead, ask yourself what's needed. Is someone setting the table? Offer to help. Is Aunt Carol standing alone looking awkward? Engage her in some light conversation. Don't know what to say? Offer social support by asking about her life or offering a compliment. But what if your preferred choice is to hole up in the distant chair? Let go of your old habit and play with a new mindset. It may initially feel awkward, but as you repeat this action, the new neuron neuron pathways will form, and with each repeat, it will get easier and easier. Except that initially it may be uncomfortable and that you will start to see results soon. With practice, your mindset will change, and what may feel strained initially can evolve into a strength. According to Anchor, quote, training your brain to be positive is not so different from training your muscles at the gym. Recent research on neuroplasticity, the ability of the brain to change even in adulthood, reveals that as you develop new habits, you rewire the brain, unquote. So remember our discussion from last week's episode, Our Brain is Plato. If you don't, go back and listen to it. We talked all about this neuroplasticity. So with a little intention and focus, we can rewire and rewrite our behaviors and change our life's trajectory. So here's a great habit to work on developing. Regularly share uplifting messages with others in your social group or among coworkers. It doesn't have to be a formal thank you note, although those are always appreciated as the recipient of a surprisingly few after years of service. I get it, we're busy. I still, when I receive a written note of appreciation, it has meant, it means so much to me. I I value them tremendously because there really are few and far between. So I get it. That might be a big ask. So the way you share positive vibes could be something like a validating comment on a social media post or just a quick text sharing something that you appreciate about the other person. If social media starts to be a negative thing in your life, try seeing it if you could change your focus from inward to outward and seeing if that will change your experience so that it feels more positive. I have a friend named Gordon who has some big physical limitations. He needs a lot of medical care and can't get around by himself due to a, some, a birth defect. I notice that he is a huge positive influence on social media. He often comments on others' posts and celebrates their victories. His interest in supporting others has been a big support to him and fostered more friendships than he would otherwise have. Maybe this kind of thinking isn't your thing. It's not your natural tendency. Research shows that sharing a brief positive message every day for three weeks will retrain your brain to become more optimistic. And optimism is a good mood food. In Anchor's research, he studied or he, he used accountants during tax season. So talk about having a justification to be in a bad mood. 
but even these accountants were more positive after taking the time during the very busy tax season to share a brief positive message daily for three weeks stretch. And even better news, the elevation in mood and general sense of well-being continued as this new habit of looking outward and sharing a brief and positive email or text daily to validate or thank someone continued. So you get long-term results. Can you guess what our play of the week is? Yep, for the big holiday event, we want you to look outward and find someone that you can give social support to. Then each day this week, share an uplifting, validating message or note of gratitude with someone that you know or that you've noticed deserves to be validated. Maybe it was someone who's done a really great job uh, at a company or a place that you've been served. Um, You went to a car dealership and someone went above and beyond, whatever it is. If you noticed something good, share it and validate. And if you're able to keep up this effort, uh, validating or sharing a positive message with another person for three weeks, you will see long-term shifts towards improved optimism. Yes, I get it, the holidays can be stressful, and they're also a great time of year to improve our overall feeling of well-being and connection to offset the stress brought on by the increased demands on our time and resources. So remember, when you're feeling extra pressure, be it the holidays, dealing with a demanding deadline or another challenge, look outward and see others' needs. This will help you feel greater peace and connection to others and thus lower your stress levels. Remember when that stressful feeling or anxiousness starts to creep in to lean in to the four play theory principles. You can take the helm in maneuvering your boat of happiness irregardless of others' choices. You've got this. Until next time, 